Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. I'm Dr. Nick Myers. Today is October the 4th, 2022, and I hope you all are having a damn good day out there. And first off, I want to say thank you to everyone out there who listened to last week's PSA on penises. And apparently women seem to like girthier penises, and they also tend to like penises that are well-groomed. Big surprise there. So men who are listening, just be sure to keep that in mind when you are entertaining your lady. So today, I want to talk to you about a very serious topic regarding women's libido, their sex drive, of course, and lack thereof. And there is a sexologist over in London who believes that she has the solution to this issue. So let's talk about that today. So the article I want to discuss with you today was just published in The Sun, which of course comes out of the UK. And it starts by saying this, over half of women believe that having a low sex drive is a taboo topic within their society. And to take it a step further, the newest research found that around seven in 10 women have experienced low sex drive at some point during their lifetime. Which brings me to Stella Anna Sonnenbaum, a sexologist who is based in London. And in this article, she mentions why women may be going through a period of low sex drive. And at the same time, she offers some solutions to, to this issue. So right off the bat, my first question to her would be, what actually do you think is causing this rash of women having a low sex drive? In answering my question, she says this, sex drive can be influenced by a multitude of things and often ebbs and flows throughout one's life. She continues, many women are on medications which can influence their desire to have sex, such as antidepressants. According to one U.S. study, around 75% of women who take antidepressants experience some sexual issue, including sexual desire, and 82% struggle with sexual arousal. And in that same study, almost half of these women who are taking selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or SSRIs, which are most commonly used in antidepressants, reported having problems having an orgasm. So at the same time, there could be other life issues that cause anxiety or, or depression, which could also have an impact on one sexual, on one sexual desire. So at the same time, just stopping the medication may not solve the problem. Of course, I am not telling any woman to stop taking their medication. My suggestion would be to talk to your doctor first and maybe he or she will be able to help you to find a medication that has less of an impact on your libido. And then at the same time, please keep in mind as women age, their levels of other natural hormones begin to change in their body. So Miss Della from the article says, many women experience high libidos in their 20, which then rapidly falls after menopause. And, she, and of course, during menopause, levels of various hormones, including testosterone and estrogen, 
both decrease, which could lead to a drop in sex drive for many people. In this article, Ms. Della also provides just a few suggestions on how to get your libido back. And right off the bat, she says, it's a good idea for women to fall back in love with themselves. She believes that for some women, loving themselves is correlated with body image. And she says, women who feel more confident in their own skin appear to have a higher libido than those who do not. She says, you have to be able to look at yourself and think, I am attractive. And check this out. This article mentions a previous study that found, which mentioned how dissatisfaction with one's own body image actually impacted all elements of sexuality, including desire, arousal, and even orgasm. And the next thing Ms. Della suggests is that women should look at their own genitals as if they were pieces of art. So therefore, women can discover a newfound appreciation in understanding of themselves. I have to cite an old friend of mine named Betty Dotson, who was doing this type of sex coaching back in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s for that matter. And if, you've, and if you really want to explore this, check out her book called Sex for One. Okay, so check this out. Miss Stella actually suggests that women get a sex toy. Well, shit, I've been saying this for decades, but I'm glad Miss Stella said it too. But we do differ just a little bit, but I do understand why. She says to avoid the new trendy type of sex toys like the clitoral suckers and, and that you may want to focus your attention on getting a wand massager because you can use those on different parts of your body. And I get it, that does make sense, but I'm really glad she's telling people to try out various types of sex toys and that may get the ball rolling to increase your libido and at the same time you may end up actually having more orgasms and more sexual pleasure, period. And the third suggestion Miss Stella gives may sound a bit off the wall but if you sit and think about it, it may kind of make sense for you. She suggests that couples sleep in separate bedrooms. And you're like, what are you talking about? She says, well, sharing a room can make a couple feel more like friends than sexual partners. The bedroom can become more practical than sensual. Then at the same time, she says, by putting yourself in one room also adds the element of sexuality into that space especially if one person has a, has a higher sex drive than the other. She says, I found this could lead to the person with a lower sex drive actually pulling away from their partner. They feel pressured to have sex and this can turn them off entirely. If you have your own space, it gets rid of that pressure. And in the end, it gives you time to start to miss sex with your partner and with yourself. So to close out this podcast, just let me say this. There are a lot of negative things going on out in the world right now as I do this podcast. There are wars going on. There is worldwide inflation. Bosses are trying to recover from COVID where they want more and more from their employees. 
which causes stress all around. It just does not seem to be a fun time to be on the planet Earth right now. With even, yeah, hurricanes and everything else, it's just a lot for everybody. And from my own personal experience, knowledge and education, one of the first things to go is one sex drive. It's like a coping mechanism for the body. And in my opinion, it's the wrong one to go first, but it typically, it, but it typically goes first. So I do understand where Miss Stella is coming from. If you need to sleep in separate bedrooms and do what you gotta do, that's fine. If you start to miss each other and you need to reconnect sexually from time to time, that's fine too. You do what you have to do. Secondly, I'm always a big supporter of women trying out sex toys to learn about their body, how they like to be touched, how they do not like to be touched, and anything that adds to their sexual pleasure, I'm all for it. Real talk, I'm all for that. And also be mindful of what medication you are taking because if you start taking medication and you realize that there has been some sort of decrease in your sex drive, you should immediately talk to your doctor to let them know what's going on and maybe they can provide you with a different type of medication which still works well but has less of a negative impact on your sex drive. So that's just a few things for you to think about. And on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon.